Hey, I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know. If they're worth watching. Thank you, people. Thank you. Thank you so much, people, for liking our show. Liking our show. <laughs> so this week we watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Seemed to fit. <laughs> Sound daunting. Uh, this is the movie about Nicolas Cage, starring Nicolas Cage. Playing Nicolas Cage. Playing Nicolas Cage. Yeah. The synopsis for this movie is, in this action-packed comedy, well, that's a giveaway too much stuff there, uh, Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a superfan and a CIA agent. Okay. Yeah, good. Action-packed? I, I... Okay, we'll leave it there. All right, so it's directed by Tom Gormacon. Tom Gormacon has also directed... Yes. We're going to go back. We're done. <laughs> this is it? Oh, yeah. That's it. How? Okay. That's it. He, he, oh, he's, must he writer credits? No, he's directed the, that awkward moment. I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's probably awkward. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. All right. This movie starring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. It's also starring Pedro Pascal as Javi. Javi. Yeah, I spelled that the English way, not the... How way. is it spelled? J A V I. Yes, okay. as it, I should know that. Yeah, I but, spelled it that way. Yeah, I should have. Oh. Yep, I was high. I mean, <laughs> this on, movie would be great. I, I was to on, watch. I was high on life with enhancements. Enhancement life. That's the way I live my life. Tiffany Haddish plays Vivian. Share. <laughs> mm. mm. Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Oh baby. Sharon Horgan plays Olivia, which is Nicolas Cage's wife in the movie. Paco Leon. Plays Lucas. NPH, Neil Patrick Harris plays Richard Fink, Nicholas Cage's agent. Lily Moshin plays Addie Cage, Nicholas's daughter. Alessandra Mastorondari, mm. that I got a bag up here, plays Gabriella. Gabriella. Yes. See. Mm-hmm. Si. Jacob Sipipio Cipip- plays Carlos. And there's some more in there, but there's spoilers, so I'm leaving it at that. Okay. Written by Tom Gormacan, the director, and Kevin Eaton, who's also written, wrote Reaper on the CW and Workaholics episodes. That show wasn't too bad, actually. It, was on it, C- it C- got canceled. It's got a 7.8. Yeah. So fans liked it. It's kind of a weird premise. He's like the son of the devil, I think, and he hunts down other criminals. Cri- yeah, stuff. I don't know. They always do that. Yeah. The shows. Isn't that like Lucifer premise, too? Lucifer is the devil. Yeah. Solving, solving crimes. crimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You might want to think of some new stories out there, people. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey time. All right. I'd be lying if I didn't say I bought this whiskey before you picked the movie. That's acceptable. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I have a lot of whiskey. So, well, Nick Nicholas Cage, he's a classic actor. He is. You know. Absolutely. He is a staple in the community. You know, even though he is Nicholas Cage, he's become a little campy. Yes. He's still respected, but, you know, he has this, he's not as hot as he once was. No. The whiskey I chose is... By a guy who is arguably one of the best distillers ever. Okay. Out there, but he makes a a whiskey that may be considered a little campy. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Russell's ten. Okay. So Jimmy Russell is the master distiller for Wild Turkey. Okay. And if you look at the commercials, <laughs> you got you know the funny guy you know drinking the Wild Turkey on the beach, things like that. They're like they're kind of tongue in cheek, right? Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't really expect that distillery to be you know have one of the best distillers ever. So. Yeah. Russell's Reserve is Jimmy's whiskey. It's not wild turkey, but, you know, his same distiller. Um, Ten years age, the bourbon, just like Nicolas Cage is the classic, so is Jimmy. Yeah. There you go. Bam. Love it. Jimmy's also noted for saying, um, when someone asked him, oh, what would you do if someone was drinking your your whiskey, wild turkey, and they mixed it with Coke, and you saw him do it? He said, I would say, thank you for using wild turkey. Wow, okay. The way you drink it is the way you drink it. Yeah. Jimmy's mine, so as long as you're drinking my bourbon, I don't care, I don't how, care. You do, <laughs> how you do it. 
That's good. So, yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. So, let's pour some here. I already opened it up because I've been drinking. For more than 90 years, that is the combined tenure of Master Distillers Jimmy and his son, Eddie Russell. They hand-select barrels after, at at least 10 years of aging, resulting in a bourbon that delivers a balance of rich, spicy vanilla flavors. Their experience guarantees yours. Ooh. 90 proof. I think the mash bill is like 71% corn, like 15% uh, rye and... Whatever the rest is barley. That, those are the exact numbers, but I know it's a high corn content. High corn? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for being like a 10-year <clears throat> aged product, like expense wise. $38. Exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy that you can get something that's aged that long for that affordable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. price point. Have you had it before? I've, I had a pour of this at a bar okay. once. 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% barley. Wow, so, so. it was even more corn than you thought. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, in order to be a bourbon, how much? it's got to be at least, what, 51, right? 51% corn. Okay. Look yeah. at me knowing shit. That's a weird sound. Typical bourbon flavors caramel. I always get bubble gum, too, man. I get a little bit of bubble gum in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. little toasted, like... Toasted, some sort of nut like hazelnut or mm-hmm. or something like that. Toasted, it's definitely obviously. nutty. Yeah, definitely is nutty. Mm. Good shit. That sweetness kind of leads the way. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit of spice, not too crazy on the spice, mm-hmm. but enough to keep it interesting. Very very good. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one, especially for the price point, man. You could throw that in a decanter and serve it, and you know what I mean. And say it cost a bunch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sit with your father-in-law and impress him a little bit, you know? This is the point of the podcast. We're going to spoil the fuck the hell the shit the damn out this movie. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. If you would like to watch the movie along with us, Rob's going to put a time code in the show notes where you can go ahead and l- listen to said review. Yeah, <laughs> the mini it. review. Yeah. yeah. Or you can find a little clip on YouTube and uh, on our IG as well. So if you want to know if it's worth watching before you watch it. Or just do what, uh, do what Ben does and just listen to the podcast because it also doesn't ruin the movie that much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Ben. He he listens every week and doesn't watch the movie. Yeah. Just hears us talk about it. Yeah. And then the blank slate. And then still watches the movie anyway. Right, yeah. Because now he wants to see it. Yeah. You know, because obviously talking about it, and this, you're not really, you you ruin surprises maybe. Yeah, a little bit of the plot. But you, st- you yeah. still see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't. What we do doesn't really ruin it, I would say. Visually, never. Yeah. Obviously, right? Because it. Just, I don't, yeah. okay, we're saying dumb stuff now. Anyway. Anyway. All right. <laughs> all right. Keep listening or turn it off. Yep. <laughs> Opening. Put uh, down the bunny. I got I got you something, Casey. <laughs> yeah. I forgot little girl's name. I forgot the, Casey. The, the actress in the movie, too. Yeah. Watching this movie with my wife, and she's like, what movie is that? And I almost smacked her in the face. Yeah. Well, that's grounds for divorce. <laughs> right there. I was like, you don't know Con Air? She's like, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> Yeah. You had a record I, scratch this damn thing. I couldn't believe she had never seen Con Air before. No. That's so. insane. Yeah, I know. It's also your fault. It is my fault. Maybe yeah. Married for a long time. I know. Yeah, maybe we'll watch it tonight. You should make her. No, tomorrow. Father's, Father's Day. Day. She has no excuse not to watch That's it. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> she didn't <just> say no. <laughs> Bitch, I make the rules It's today. Father's Day. It's my day. That's right. I get one day we cut the grass, Rob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my grass is getting kind of long out there. Might, <laughs> might have to take care of that you today. I cut the grass on Father's Day. You should probably grill something today, too. You want to grill outside? Yeah. You want to Father's Day? You always working? I'll work. You want to grill today? Yeah. No, I don't actually want to do anything today. It's Father's Day. I don't want to grill. We nice to have some burgers and stuff for Father's Day. It would be nice if someone made them for some, me. Some ribs. <laughs> You know, right? Yeah, be out there all day, sweating and shit. (laughs) You're right. Mm -hmm. Always happens. This is the burden we carry as fathers. I don't think we're gonna give us sympathy. Nope. (laughs) Dude, I saw this. I saw this funny fucking. (laughs) 
<laughs> so this the stand-up comedian was talking about how his his wife goes to work and so because he's a stand-up comedian he's home with the kids and he's like so yeah i've been i've been kind of taking on the chores that typically you know a woman would do I, i'm cleaning the house i'm taking care of the kids you know making dinner so that way dinner's ready when she comes home so i finally got to experience what women have been doing for hundreds of years and everybody's like yeah ooh. and it's not really that hard <laughs> <laughs> Should have found it that funny. <laughs> no, everybody did it. it. Got everybody in the whole club. <laughs> so coach shit. A scene from Conair is being played at the very end of the movie mm-hmm. where he's reunited with his daughter, giving her the bunny. Yep. And uh, it kind of phases through the screen. And a couple's watching the movie on their couch. And they're speaking French, I believe, or something like something, that. Something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Some French foreign, or Italian. Yeah, some yeah. some language. <laughs> We're not that cultured to think about that. No. <laughs> a European language. Yes. They're like, Nick Cage is a legend. He's amazing, right? The doorbell rings. He's like, oh, the food's here. The guy gets up to get the food. And then all of a sudden, guys in like ski masks bust in, destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. Just like knock the couple out. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. That's the opening scene. You're like, oh, what the fuck is this? When he punches her in the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Brutal. So she sort of gets away from one of the guys and runs, goes to open a door, and another guy's there, and he just decks her right in the face. She she falls back, like, you know, because people get knocked out too easily in movies. Mm hmm. I forget what movie it was where the guy had the, the you know the back of the gun and hits the guy in the back of the head and try what the fuck bro oh here's the movie that knock you knock you out no uh, it's not the movies man it's not the easy to just knock somebody out man like yeah focus too much on this girl getting knocked out um, <laughs> so then it goes to Los Angeles yep Nick Cage is driving his car being Nick Cage mm-hmm. and he's going to meet a what appears to be a scriptwriter about a new movie coming out yeah either a director or, or a writer yeah. So Nick is sounding very desperate to get this movie. And they kind of talk about the movie, they meet, and then they're leaving. And then Nick's like, well, you know, you want me to read for you? And the guy's like, no, no, that's fine. You're Nick Cage. You don't need to read for me. And so that's basically when you get to a certain level of movie stardom, you don't have to audition anymore. Mm -hmm. You just don't. They don't want you to waste your time. They are familiar with you and your work. You don't read. You don't audition for anything. It's just all done by your agent and the agents of the people making the movie. Yeah, I know this. I don't read for anybody, so I know this. <laughs> and no one's asked me to read for them, so I must be at a great level of stardom. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so that's why this guy's like, no, I don't want you to read. It's fine. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't read. I'm going to read for you real quick. <laughs> and he, yeah. he acts this scene out. It was cleverly written. Yes, Basically, he was like, hey, you know, if, you know, by the time you pull that trigger, it'll take so many milliseconds for the signal to get to your brain from the doobla and And he's like, but I can still do this before that happens. Like, you know, all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. And and he's doing it in a horrible Boston accent. Yeah. Like he's, he's I got really, a great accent. Yeah. I've been working on it. I, I promise it's good. And it's horrible. Yeah. And he's like overacting yep. and every it's a, it's a bad audition. Yeah. yeah, it's very bad. He's yeah. like, well, I think it went good. I think it went good. And, yeah. he's, and he's driving home. And uh, what what? characters is nick from i don't know and that hurts me to say yeah so they do this thing a few times in the movie where nick he's talking to nikki he's talking to nikki is what he calls it. now i think it might be the leaving las vegas or moonstruck maybe i don't know i haven't seen a lot of his earlier movies it was not leaving las vegas okay anyway they do this thing where he sees young nick cage next to him in the car and he's talking to him about how the audition went and whatever 
They do it a few times in the movie. I don't know which Nick Cage it was. No, it was a fast, fast times. No kidding. But it was definitely one of his earlier movies because yeah. he they de-aged him and it and it looked pretty good actually. It pretty decent. It a pretty good deep fake. So yeah, he appears. He's talking to him. He's like, "We nailed it, man." You know, real Nick's like, "I don't know." Young Nick quotes a uh, Miles Davis line. Sometimes it's a note you don't play. Something like he says something like, "Yeah, that. yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always forgot Miles with that fucking gravelly ass voice. Yeah. And then Nick goes, he says about, you know, I'm an, I'm an actor. He's like, you're not, a, not an actor. You're a fucking movie star. Woo! <laughs> All this shit, right? Real Nick wants the movie. Mm-hmm. And young Nick's like, dude, you can do better than this. Yeah, you don't, you don't need this. Yeah. You don't need this movie. You're right. You're right. I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> and then it cuts to him. I need this part so bad. Yeah. He's like, pretty much talking to his therapist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need this. His daughter's like in the background playing on her phone. The therapist asks, you know, the daughter, you know. Well, how do you feel about your dad's career, things like that? And she goes, well, all he ever does is talk about his career himself. And he keeps talking over her and explaining stuff for her, saying mm-hmm. like what she likes, what, you know, what they do and not really listening to her. You can see this is a problem. I was like, oh, this, this, this is the storyline here. Right. Yeah. That's what we're going for. Yep. Redemption. Nick Cage redemption. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, too, like, first I was like, is that his real daughter? And the answer is no. No, he doesn't have a daughter in real life, I don't think. Really? I think he's got a son. I was wondering if that's the way he felt possibly about his real son and was having some reflection time. Yeah, it could you know, be. In the movie, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, obviously, it's probably better than what it is now. But maybe he's like, hey, when I was coming up, maybe I was like neglecting my boy. Right. You know, anyway. Yeah. I, I feel like movie people feel that way probably in general because mm-hmm. it is a consuming job mm-hmm. to be an actor, a big time actor in Hollywood. Yeah. It's a lot more than just going in acting for a few months and being in a movie. They kind of therapist kind of realizes the issue and they kind of leave it up there. You kind of see the dynamic to him and his daughter just not really, they're not really vibing. They're she's, not connecting. She doesn't hate him, but and she, and she's 16, I think, right? Yeah, that, which is a 16. tough age. Yeah. It's a tough age. You're not supposed to like you 16. Right. It's not supposed to happen. Yeah. So he's dropping her off at uh, his ex-wife's house, and he's like surprised. Like, we're not, we're not getting along. I don't know what's going on. It's like, she's a teenager, man. Like, you know, this, this is the way it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. That We kind of get the dynamic of his daughter, you know, not really liking him. His ex-wife thinking he's kind of all well, self-involved. Because like he was talking about, she, she doesn't even like so and so. What's the movie? The, um, Doctor Cal- Caligari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doctor Calamari. Yeah, the island of Doctor Calamari, <laughs> which is what she calls it. You know, and then he goes, but honey, she has no idea who Humphrey Bogart is, and she's like, oh, ooh, mm. and he's like, yeah, he's, he thought he's like a porn star, and she's like, oh man, well that's that's not good. But I mean, but he could be good. Hum- hum- Humphrey, 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 get it. Get it? No. And Nick's like, he's not amused. He's not amused at all. No. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Don't you make fun of Humphrey. So then Nick leaves and he uh, meets his agent, MPH. Fink. Yeah. Which is a funny name for an agent. Yeah. yeah. Fink. They're getting out of like a bathhouse. <laughs> and, they're, and they're getting beat by the leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Nick's like, oh, God, this is painful. Then MPH is like, yes. Mm. Mm, hit me harder. Yeah, I love it so much. It's the best part. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hit again. Is it supposed to hurt this much? <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah. it feels so great. It feels good. <laughs> but the more it hurts, the better. <laughs> So during yeah. this time, he uh, MPH kind of tells him like he got an offer to do like his birthday party for a million dollars, whatever. He's like his party at this guy's house. Nick like what? He's like yeah. He's like it's some yeah some guy just a million dollars, dude. No, and he's like Nick, you owe the hotel you stay at six hundred thousand dollars. So and so's been paying your debt for you, man. Like you need you need money. You need money. You need money now. Yeah. You yeah. know. And then you know he and then they're like, well, he, look look, you do this thing, man. You're making a comeback. Not that I went anywhere. I'm not. I didn't go anywhere. But you know, I'm making a comeback. Never never shitting yourself. Mm-hmm. Never shitting yourself. He says when he walks away. <laughs> he then goes to his daughter's birthday party. He walks in immediately, takes a phone call. 
because he thinks he'll, uh, he's getting the gig, and they let him know on the phone that he's not getting the gig of a lifetime. Sorry, man. Hey, you dude. didn't get it. Hey, uh, it was somebody else, man. They, they loved you, mm-hmm. but just, they didn't love you then. No, of course not. Yeah. If they loved you, you would have had a part. Yeah. At that point, Nick does what we're doing right now. He cracks it open. Let's pour some more. Here. He's like, oh, whatever, man. Fuck this place. They gas, your gas, your glass looks like it's not straight, right? It's, it's not. Yeah, I'll see it. Verdi Ferk, how'd that happen? I don't know. It's that's, it's been that way. That's like a store bought glass. It's not yeah. like we made the glass ourselves. Why is it slanted? You can't see that on it. Yeah, I know. That is insane. No idea. It's been that way since we got it, though. It's not not. You didn't like. I didn't <laughs> melt the glass. Right? No. <laughs> Mold it with your mind. I can kill you with my mind. <laughs> I've been practicing molding glass with my mind. So yeah, Nick gets a little get a little drunk, and then they're about to sing happy birthday to his daughter. As they're finishing the song, he's like, "All right, everyone, gather around the piano." <laughs> <laughs> it's showtime, folks. Gather around. And they're like, oh, great. Oh, God, here he goes. And he's, he's fucking lit. Yeah. He's going to play piano. Oh, oh, man. And he starts telling this trip about, you know, which is a good story. Good story. Absolutely. You know, uh, my favorite moment with you is when we were just meeting together. We were going across the Grand Canyon, driving across the desert. One of the happiest moments of my life. Yeah, we watched the sunrise together. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote there, I wrote this song for you, and I've been practicing it to sing to you for your 16th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> here, here it goes. Yeah, he sings it. How's the song go, Tony? Sunrising. 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 Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of sweet in the beginning. Yeah. But like he's not singing well, but like the word, like it's Mm. kind of poetic a little bit. Keeps playing and then does a little talking bit. Yeah. You know, he's like, uh, I can't wait to see what you're going to do with your life. Just don't get into show business (laughs) because true talent isn't appreciated in this shithole of a town. (laughs) Sunrise. Sunrise. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and then it smash cuts to like the party being over, yeah. and and just his ex is like, dude, she's driving him home. Yeah, she stops at his house and she like puts his hand on her hand on his hand. She's mm-hmm. like, Nick, I need you. And he's like, Oh, okay, okay. Nick. And the, he's like focused in, he's like, like, right away. Right. I need you to get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was about to get some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he gets back to his hotel and he's you no, know, he's 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 down on himself now. Fuck my ex-wife isn't you know shit together. I embarrassed my daughter. I embarrassed my daughter at her sixteenth yeah. birthday. I'm falling apart. I got I didn't get the job. It's you know, he's down on himself. Life sucks. And yeah. He goes, goes to scan his hotel key card and it doesn't work. No. He sits down and he starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> And then he calls uh, MPH. Yeah. What's he say? He's like, uh, he's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry. That's embarrassing about that party. Man, we're not doing that, man. Like, we're not doing it ever again. Yeah. And Nick's like, I'll do it. Awesome. That's great, man. It's great to hear. <laughs> like, he just totally switches gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick's like, I'm going to do it, man. But after that, I'm retiring. I'm not I'm not going to act anymore, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and you you tell the press that, you know, I appreciate my, I love everything I've done to give this great great um, career and yeah, whatever. contributing to the arts and yeah, all this shit yeah. yeah and then NPH is like I'm sorry what was that like uh, you were cut now what, I, was, what, I was going through the hills yeah you say it again <laughs> and he's just like fuck <laughs> poor poor Nick so then we go now Nick's in the plane to the party and he briefly sees a story about the abduction yeah, of, the, uh, the, from the opening scene. From the girl. Yeah, yeah. the girl being abducted. Didn't catch scene. who she was just realized that she was somebody important and mm. she got taken he then lands in Melacora, Spain as he lands, is a private jet. The airport, Tiffany Hatch is inside. She's got her, you know, finger to her ear. Yeah. Which is the telltale sign. I'm talking to somebody else on another line. Mm-hmm. And um, they're expecting someone else to get off the plane. They never explain who. No, they don't. Who are they expecting? I don't know. Who's that? That's not him. It's... 
Is that Nick Cage? Because of who owned, who paid for the flight, they were expecting like a, a heavy hitter or somebody to come in from the mob yeah, or whatever. Yeah, maybe. And they had their list of potential hitmen or special forces guys, and Nick Cage shows up. Yeah. I think that's Nick fucking Cage. And what? Then, and then like the guys that we're, pu- we're pulling out. What's the, what's the, so Tiffany's name is Vivian. Vivian. I don't know the other And the guys. other guy's name is um, he's Martin. Martin, okay. Ike Barn. Baron Holtz is his name. Yeah. So Vivian and Martin are two CIA agents. I'm sorry, Martins. We're pulling out. Something's weird. Yeah. This doesn't feel right. Let, let's let regroup. And Tiffany's like, nah, fuck no. it. We're doing this. Yeah. And he's like, what? And so he gets out the plane Um, and she's like, Nicholas Cage. Oh, my God. I love you. My nephew so-and-so. It just loves a shadow. You may loves Croods, too. This and that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's great, man. Thank you so much. He's like, yeah, thanks. I had I, It was good making yeah. that movie. And I thought it was cool, too, that Nick replied and i hope this is real life nick he said well tell your tell your nephew so like he remembered his name that i said said hello man it was good good you know really likes the movie and i was like oh he's like that real life he you know, is he's, he listens, he's yes you know. he is a listener he appreciates because i think he knows that he's sort of past his prime a little bit mm-hmm. but he's very good about being great grateful for everything like that mm-hmm. there's a um like a nicholas cage film festival day that started by some fans where mm-hmm. people just show up and they they, they just for several days, just watch Nick Cage films. Yeah. And he spontaneously showed up one year and was just like hung out and said hi to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he does shit like that. Really cool. Um, the, <laughs> so I was listening to another podcast. This was probably eight years ago. And it was a video game podcast. I think it was either Idle Thumbs or Gamers with Jobs. Either way, they were at a, a movie event interviewing people. And it's in a giant convention center. And so you get sort of sent into a small little room with your interview stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they just sort of walk actors through sometimes. Sometimes the actor stays in one room. So they were in their room interviewing somebody. And then Nick Cage busts in the door and goes, oh, and then runs into the bathroom that's attached to this (laughs) interview room, closes the door, locks it, and is just in there. Doesn't ever come out. (laughs) They finish the interview and then leave. And he's still in there. <laughs> so he probably thought it was a private room with a bathroom. And yeah. It was fine. And he opened it and there's like shit going on. He's like, I don't care. I, I, I have to take go. care of what the situation is. So he took care of it. Just said the probably to his He's like, fuck, I still out there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I just got to wait in here. Vivian is talking to Nicolas Cage. She slips a GPS tracker into his like coat pocket. Yeah. So they, so they can follow him. Right. And then um, she's in talking to Martin. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh my, what, are, what are you doing? She's like, hey, he's going there. Put a tracker in his pocket. What is Scrooge 2? <laughs> you know? And he's like, I'm 44 fucking years old. I have no idea what the fuck Scrooge 2 is. <laughs> <laughs> she's walking out. And then it's a it's an airport. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what are you doing, man? This is just like uh, Lesbanon or something like that. And she's like, fuck Lesbanon. I was kind of loud when I said that. <laughs> like, <on the> <laughs> yeah. She's like walking out. I love Tiffany Haddish. Man. I do too. She's great. She's amazing. I think she's she's not found her like her acting thing yet. Like she's definitely good at comedy. Yes. Like here she was trying to do some more serious moments. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. But it just for me wasn't like yeah. I just a little bit, just a little bit, yeah, a little bit more tweak. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I love her though, man. I love her too. Because I want her more shit. Yeah. I want her, want her more stuff. Absolutely. It, it was, this is good, but I was like it's a little bit, it's a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like and it's hard to be like a comedian. Mm-hmm. And be, it took Kevin Hart a while. Took him a long time. And he, I didn't really see that happen until uh, the movie with Brian Cranston, where he's in the wheelchair. Kevin Hart's like, yeah, his caretaker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he got he he got a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he got somebody, got him over the hump. So I think Tiffany kind of needs a little bit of. Yeah. 
because I'm yeah, I want her more shit. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god, phone. Oh god, that's broken forever. RIP. RIP. <clears throat> RIP. Phone. Nick then gets in a boat. There's a guy, and you briefly see his face because I couldn't tell it was. First. I knew it was Pedro right away. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know right away. He's walking over to this boat. And he gets a phone call and he's talking to his agent. So he just sort of walks. He thinks this guy is like just a helper, a boatman, or chauffeur yeah. or something. And so he just gets on the boat. They drive away. Yeah. And then um, and he, he's asking MPH, like, who is this guy? What does he want? Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to blow this guy. Right. I'm not, I'm like, not sucking his dick. I'm not saying and I'm not going to fuck his wife or have him watch me fuck his wife or watch <laughs> him fuck his wife. Like, I'm not going to do any of that. Right. <laughs> It's like, no, it's just a birthday. Just go there, get the money, yeah. just leave. And he's like, I just hope this guy's not up to some freaky shit <laughs> while he's he is the boat captain. <laughs> he gets off the boat and then like he's like, Hey man, where's this hobby guy at? And the boat, you know, the boat driver yeah. is like, Oh, he's like, Well, listen, man, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not sucking his dick. I'm not fucking his wife or with him. I'm not, fuck his wife in front of me while I'm fucking his wife watching me fuck his wife. And he's like, I'm hobby. Oh, I am. Oh, okay. Um, well, hobby. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Thing. Yeah. And he so. does the the typical uh, karate pose bow where you put your yeah. fist out and you cover it up. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> which which felt like something maybe he does in oh, real life. Yeah. I don't know. I hope he does. I, I, I don't know. If he doesn't, Nick, you got to do that, man. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. Loved it. So while they're on the pl- uh, the boat ride, uh, Nick's agent kind of mentions it like there's a guy behind him walking and mentioning the screenplay. He's like, hey, oh, yeah, have, yeah. You, have you given Nick the screenplay? He's like, fuck that screenplay. I'm not giving a screenplay. So, yeah. Throw that shit in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. So Javi thinks nick read the screenplay it's his because how he wrote it right and nick has no idea mm-hmm. about this screenplay at all like yeah. just kind of like okay whatever nick is now downstairs he is uh by the by the pool listening to a great song wearing an awesome robe oh yeah i like that robe he had on yeah living, living a good life yeah not even, not even trying to fucking hang with Javi, just there. He's just hanging out at the pool. Yeah, just yeah. Here. So then Javi comes down and he like he asks him what what what, what, do, you, what do you think of the script? Because mm-hmm. he before Javi goes down, he's talking to Gabriella. Who was a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. I think she's like a, I don't know, a maid or something or does something. Maybe his assistant yeah. or something. Yeah. And she's like, just, have you read the script yet? And um, Javi kind of like, he think he lies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I, think, I think he read it. And he asked me ask how it is. And, and she goes, we'll do it. So then he's kind of down there hanging out. Javi is down there. Then Gabriella comes down with uh, his cousin, Lucas. Gabriella's like kind of nudging Javi. Just ask him about the script. Ask him about the script, right? And he, he kind of asks, and Nick kind of ignores it, I think. Yeah. yeah he just right. blows it off. Yeah, right. So the cousin's being a dick. Yes. You know, The Rock was a good movie, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. us about ma- making The Rock. Making The Rock. Have you yeah. ever like, make movies like that one again? Or no. In, like, Is it just, tough that, yeah, that you were in all these big movies and now you're not really doing anything? Just sort of throwing shade at him. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. Nick re- tells Javi. He's retiring. That's what happens. Oh, right. Yeah. He's like, I'm not acting yeah, anymore. I'm retiring. And then he just, he gets up and just walks into the pool, like with his beer. Yeah. And I don't know if he was trying to drown himself there or if he just was like, just trying to get away from yeah. them. So that's what happens. Yeah. He yeah. mentions the script and Nick goes, oh no, I'm retiring from acting. So Nick goes to bed and then gets brutally woken by Gabriella. <laughs> Pull the covers off him and shit. You go into the cliffs. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm no, I'm going back to bed. I'm not going to. I'm sleepy right now. She's like, get up, go to the cliffs. So he gets up, goes goes to the cliffs with Javi. He's riding some Jeep. And as they're driving the Jeep, Javi just goes, oh, shit. Ah, 
And then like stops the Jeep, gets out, and then runs. We got to go now. And just <laughs> takes off running. Yeah. And Nick falls. What the fuck's going on? And, yeah. And Javi, Where, what are we running from? Yeah. yeah. And then Javi starts doing some monologue. Yeah. <laughs> They're over there. We got to get to them quickly because if they come down here, Nick's like, wait, what the? F- no, dude, what the fuck's going on? I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, and Javi's like, dude, you're a great actor. You're amazing. Don't retire. You can't do this. Nick's like, no, I'm not. We're not doing this. And then Javi just stays a fun character. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. And then Nick's like, fuck it. And he just turns around. And he's like, okay. We've <laughs> <laughs> got so much time to get so and so. Yeah. And then they jump off the fucking cliff. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's a deep jump. It's a huge jump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're going to jump off cliff, one pro tip is maybe scope it out before just blindly yeah. leaping off the cliff. Ran and jump. Because there could have been rocks down yeah, there. Yeah, Nick was first too. He's like, yeah. "Fuck it." Yep. Jumped and then they gave. We could have died. That was way way tired than I thought it was going to be. We could have we could have died. Yeah, you could have died. You, you could have died. Yes, absolutely. So after they die, you do what most people do, and they reflect it over some weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, let's go smoke some weed, man. We almost died. Yep. And then Nick starts thinking about his daughter. You know, I fucked up. You know, whatever like that. Then they um. How he asked Nick, what's your favorite movie? And I love this little discussion they have here. It is great because it's true. You can't just choose one, man. It depends on your mood. It depends on da, 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 da. The, like the seasons. Like what? Yeah. You can't pick one. That's a horrible question. Yeah. Well, top three. Top three. Okay. And then he turns and asks Javi, I'm trying to get to know you. What are your top three favorite mm-hmm. movies? And so Javi says. Uh, face Off was number, number one. Number one is Face Off. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Fantastic. Not number one in my book, but. but yeah. What would be your number one Nick Cage movie? Ooh. Uh, face off face off yeah it's it's got to be up yeah. there yeah for me it's either it's got i think it's the rock that's it it's seen rock and the rock, the rock and face off but i just love like the face off is my kind of action movie yes yeah you know what i mean the rock is great mm-hmm. and it's super serious you know what i mean but face off man just everything about it mm-hmm. like the giving no fucks criminal yes and not necessarily like like murder giving no fucks just like as far as like i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do right you know what I mean? just that like, opening scene of him in the mall where he's just sort of dancing around as the priest yeah just having a good time like while he's like in the process of fucking shit up you looking know? back at that movie how, like we may i know i can't say things are weird but um that hey, how young was that girl supposed to be which girl? When he grabs her ass oh in the choir like a high school choir right Maybe I'd have to go back and watch it. Right, like yeah. I'm thinking back, like I feel like that was they were young. But I wonder if that was a cut on the fact that the church does that kind of shit. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if it was one of those things. Like, but I like that movie a lot too. And so do I. I love that movie. That's a Woo film, right? Yes, Woo. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the second one is his Calgary movie. Yeah, Cabin Out of Dark. And and then Nick freaks out because he was talking about that yeah. in the beginning. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Mm. And so that's when their connection really starts. Mm. Is is. When Javi says that is his second favorite movie yeah. of all time. Yeah. Then they're back at the house now. And they're like, dude, what's your, what's your third one? And Javi's like, I'm not telling you. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, no, come on, man. What's the Come third? on. I, you're leaving me in the dark here. You can't. Come on. Paddington 2. And Nick's like, what? <laughs> He's like, it made me want to be a better man. I cried the whole movie. Nick's like, bullshit. He's like, and quick cut. And yeah. Just <laughs> 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 crying. Yeah. And like, low key, bro, I wanted to watch Paddington 2 after that. You I haven't was like, seen Paddington 2 yet? No. And okay. I, was like, I was like, man, I should watch Paddington 2 now. <laughs> They're both good movies. Mm. Yeah. And and agree. They they are wholesome. <laughs> they make you want to be a better man, a better father. Yeah. 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 So I was like, man. That's... I don't know that I cried the whole movie, but they're not wrong in that it's a better yeah. movie than it deserves to be. It makes me want to be a better man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're in the pool hanging out now because they just keep changing locations as they're like talking. Yes, it's a little montage of them like just their friendship. Yeah, the friendship and then like it basically seeing the compound, like just mm-hmm. seeing the, like this, this huge area. Yeah. Um. Now they're in the pool and then he 
Javi tells Ethnic about the screenplay, and Nick goes, "Let me be honest, I haven't read it, man." But yeah. I, but but I, prom- I didn't know that there was yeah. a screenplay. But I promise you, send it to me right now. I'll read it right now. Yeah, he's like, "I'll we'll go to uh, get dinner tomorrow or lunch tomorrow, something like that. I'll read it in front of you. We'll talk about it, you know." Yeah. So on and so on, right? So Javi emails it, and then's like, "Okay, I'm I, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm too nervous. My heart my heart's racing." Yeah. So then he like he leaves, and <laughs> you know, he goes to bed. Um, he thanks Javi for inviting him. He's like, you know what, man, I, I didn't want really to come here, man, but I'm having an awesome time. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Like, right? Yeah. This is the most fun I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Nick goes to a bar by himself to get some, get some drinks in and then young Nikki shows up. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he tells him you're not, you're not retiring because you are Nicholas fucking. Woo! Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. Yeah, I tried. I didn't take a breath long enough for that one, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you really had to wind up to nail that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did it for a while. Oh man, I, there had to be some sort of fakery <laughs> in that in that first because he does it later in the movie that yeah. seemed more like normal pace. Mm-hmm. It went on for a really long time. <laughs> he then kisses himself. He then makes out with his own self. Yeah, which was so bizarre. It was bizarre, but the hand scene. So like. Young Nicky grabs Nick. Yeah. Plants one on him. Real Nick's hands are like kind of like, you know, out, outstretched. And then as the kiss goes on, he kind of like wraps them around. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. first he's like, what the fuck's going on? I kind of like. I kind of, I'm kind of into this. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's so strange, dude. Nick Cage smooch is good. Yeah. You tell everybody in here. <laughs> Nick Cage smooch is good. <laughs> and then he, Nick walks out of the bar and then is abducted by the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I've been thinking, am I still high? Just made out with myself, kissed myself, mm-hmm. and then I, got a, then I got a bag put over my head. So it turns out, it's Vivian and Martin in the, in the van. They tell Nick, hey, man, Javi is a part of some ruthless arms cartel. Uh, he's the head of it, and you're staying with this guy. He kidnapped a politician's daughter, so the politician would drop out of the election. She's at that compound you're at now. We need your help. Nick's like, no, that's not true, bro. It's like, I've... I, I can. I'm an actor. I can read people. I can read people. And then Martin's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So your acting ability trumps five years of CIA intel. And Nick's like, "He said, what does he say about like what?" what? My my scholarly whatever. <laughs> he, he attaches three or four adjectives to the front of acting. Yeah. He's like, "Yes, yes, it yes, does trump. It that. does trump that." <laughs> I've got forty years of experience doing this shit. I can read people. I can, yeah. <laughs> So the Martin's slipping out, and then Tiffany goes, "Don't mind him. He's messed up inside. He found out his his wife has been fucking his dad." <laughs> and he was like, "And he's like, Martin's like that. That's not in entirely all true." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Nick's like, first he's like, "Fuck that, no." And then Vivian's like, "Listen, like this is somebody's daughter. What if your daughter got kidnapped and someone had a chance to save her and they didn't? Mm-hmm. You know, like how would you feel that was your daughter? And like now, if she gets, if you find out she doesn't make it." It's going to haunt the rest of your life. You let the little girl die. Every time you look at your daughter, you will see this girl and it'll haunt yeah. you. Fuck, yeah. dude. Damn. Wave. Wow, Vivian. Way to manipulate this man I to do your know. job. Damn. So a little pulling the hard strings from Nick. But mm-hmm. then, so as she's saying this, they do a pretty cool cut. The cut here was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The audio is still from him talking about, like, they're talking about the plan. And it goes to, like, Nick being at the party. And it seems like it's it's um it's not real. Like, they're just talking through the plan. Right. But then it, it it's real. Mm-hmm. He's there at the party and he's planning on, you know, betraying Javi. They want Nick to hack into the security system to get like in the cameras. And then they tell him basically they're gonna they're gonna cut the power real quick 
turn it back on. And while that happens, he can sneak in. He has like a, a 30 seconds to sneak into Javi's room and to get in, the, get in the security room, right? He does that. He gets in Javi's room, but he's upstairs and he's turning lights on and off. Right. And one of the guards see the lights flickering in a room no one's supposed to be in. Right. So guard then, you know, goes to investigate, right? So yeah, Nick's inside the security room. He, he plants whatever he needs to plant in the room to get like, is it just the visual? He pu- plugs a bunch of USBs into yeah. some server thing mm. that are that give them like view of the cameras yeah. or whatever. So then the guy's like, hey, this is a, is a guard coming now because they see him in the camera. And they're like, oh shit, you got to get, yeah. Yeah, he's, and Nick's like, okay. So like, all right. So they tell Nick to do something with like some, It's it, anyway, he puts something in his hand. Yeah, it's like a sticker that he sticks on his hand and it's a sedative that as soon as he peels it off, all he has to do is touch the person anywhere, human skin, yeah, and it'll knock them out instantaneously. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah. And, and they're like, find somewhere to hide. And he's like, there's yeah. nowhere to hide. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide. And he starts panicking. And so then he sort of like goes over by the door or something. And yeah. He's just sort of waiting, and he starts sweating, and he just sort of like yeah, wipes he, he his wipes face. His forehead. Yeah, wipes with his forehead. And he's like, shit. And they're like, what? What? What was wrong? <laughs> I may have just touched my fa- my, my face. <laughs> like, well, did you or didn't you? <laughs> I, I, I definitely did. I definitely did. <laughs> They're like, all right, you got to go back in there and get the antidote. You have 30 seconds until you pass out. And he's like, okay. And he turns around and the door's locked. Yeah. And he's like, oh no. They're like, what? The door's locked. Where's, where's the key card? Where's the key card? In the room with the antidote. <laughs> They're like, oh God. All right. Here's, the guard is coming. And so yeah. he runs into the bedroom that's next to the security room. This is on the third floor yeah. of this giant compound. You have 30 seconds for you're going to pass out right. and then be caught. Listen, Nick, you got to climb out the window, shimmy across to the to the room next to it and go in through the window. To back back to the security room. Right. Yeah. You, and you have to move because you only have 30 seconds. And then he starts feeling it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, for my legs. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So he climbs out and he starts like scaling the side of that scaling, but uh, shimming on the side of the building. Right. And the guard goes into the security room, sees nobody's in there. And he's sort of like looking around as Nick sort of in between both rooms. Mm. Cause then he also checks the bedroom that Nick went in and doesn't see anybody. Mm. And he's like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> and he's on this narrow fucking yeah. ledge outside. Uh-huh. I wanted a wide shot of fun, like from the, the party. Scene with the party, yeah. yeah I wanted, I wanted a wide shot People from the party. And then just like, yeah, just him struggling. <laughs> That'd been funny. That would have been so good. But he eventually gets back at security room. Yeah, he gets the antidote, and he's about to stick into his leg, like do it, do it. He's oh, he, he like, passes he out. Finally gives like, out. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, come on, you can do it. You got it. You got it. And then he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't out. make it. And they're like, fuck, and he's passed out. Yeah, but then he suddenly wakes up real quick. Well, Viv- Vivian's like, action. And he snaps too yeah. and jabs it in his leg. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, that's a that's some trained actor shit right yeah. there." <laughs> uh, that was so fucking funny. So yeah, so he, he gets out and then he's in the mirror. He's like, you know, talking to Vivian through his earpiece. He's like, you know, I can do this. I mean, I, I can do this whole thing. Man. I'm, I'm I'm good at this. She's good like, at this espionage stuff. Yeah, I'm great. And Vivian's like, "Great, we need you." He's like, "Fuck that! I'm not doing this <laughs> shit." <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but. They convince Nick to basically stay longer because he's supposed to leave the next the next day. Right. And like she got we found her. She, she's there. Right. She's got to be there. We don't know where yet, but now that we've got these cameras, we can monitor the compound and we'll see where she is. But you got to stay there longer. You got to stay. You got to stay. And then they do this really cool practical wipe mm-hmm. where he's staring at the mirror during this conversation, and then it ends the the mirror that he's looking at gets pulled out of the scene, and you can tell that the lighting changes on his face. And then he's at the party, and they do this 360 shot. Yeah, the Michael Bay shot. Right. 
of him being and, at the party. And they still have the audio of the plan. Right. I would have loved a behind the scenes shot of them doing this because they're he's in the middle of a party outside. Mm-hmm. There's 50 people around him as the camera's moving around and we never see those. It would be two parts because we get the mirror and what's in the mirror because mm-hmm. we see his reflection and the wall behind him. So there's a one panel with the mirror yeah. on it and one panel with the wall that get drugged out and then have to keep moving around behind the camera as different actors come in and out of the scene to mm-hmm. get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. It was a cool shot. I wrote, yeah. I wrote it down as well. I was, I'm, I'm loving this fucking crazy ass Michael Bay transition shot. This is crazy. Yeah. Javi is now at the party. He's giving his because at rich party people always do a toast. Sure. That's the thing. I have do. to. I invited you all here to drink all my stuff and spend my money. Because of this reason, right? Yeah. So Javi's giving a speech about his father. And he said he watched a movie called Guarding Tess. His and his father never had a relationship. And they, the father was in the hospital. He was basically dying. And they started watching a movie called Guarding Tess. And where Nicolas Cage plays a, I think, a Secret Service agent. And the little girl's like, he's protecting her in the, like, uh, a certain situation. And then Javi goes, well, my father's like Tess. And I was like, you, Nick Cage. And we watched the movie a lot. We laughed. We were, bonded over yeah, this movie. And because of you, I was able to bond my father before he died. Right. Which is For why the I first watched. time. Yeah. And which so, is why I love you, Nick Cage. Yeah, thank you so much. And everybody gives applause. Yeah. And he's sort of like, okay, thanks. thanks. That's, that's kind of nice. It's yeah. a really nice thing you said. And now Nick... Cage is conflicted, right? Because mm-hmm. he was having a great time with this hobby guy. And now all of a sudden he's the leader of some weapons cartel, drug cartel, whatever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, shit, but I was having so much fun with this guy. And he didn't believe it at first, but now he's starting to believe it because yeah. he went into the room and saw all of the cameras, shit like that. So so then Nick kind of was like, fuck it, I got to figure something out to stay. Mm-hmm. So he goes, Javi. Script's amazing. I love it. And Javi goes, oh, my God. So, so you'll be in the movie? No, no. No, I'm not going to be in that no, movie. No, I'm be in the movie. No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, but I would love to stay with you a little bit longer, and we'll make a movie together. And Javi's like, and then they look back at Gabriella, and Gabriella like nods her head, yeah. Do it. Uh, and Javi's like, he's like, oh, okay. You know, and, and then so he's staying longer to make the movie, right? Now, next scene, CIA calls uh, Nick, and they go, hey, we think we found the room. The girl's gonna, The girl's in. So Nick is kind of going to going to look for this, like find this room, and then Javi kind of pops out. Hey, how's it? How, hey, buddy, where are you going? <laughs> and Nick's like, Oh, uh, just you know, walking around. And Javi's like, Well, you know, I, I thought long and hard about it, like the movie and what we should do, and like you know, but I, I think it would help if we just took some LSD and then talk about the movie. Yeah. And and Nick's like, Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Sticks his tongue out. Yeah. Drops LSD in his tongue, and then like they go driving a fucking car on a cl- on the side of a cliff. cliff. I'm like, oh think I'm like, God. listen, man, oh. I don't I don't know shit about LSD. No, I, I don't, but I know that I know it's... things about drugs. Yes, <laughs> and I know that I'm not gonna go get high as fuck and then drive a car off the edge an of expensive a, ass car on the side of a cliff. Yeah, no, no, never in life. No, and it's real slow motion, and they're just sort of smiling at each yeah. other, and the scenery is beautiful behind them and everything. But yeah, I I got to imagine driving on LSD is probably a bad. A yeah, bad plan. I'm not an expert, but yeah. you know. No. But they're talking about the movie and they go, um, we should be a character driven film. You can tell they're alluding to what this movie is. Yes. This right. is where we start to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it starts to get meta a little bit because yeah. they start describing the movie that we're watching as the movie they want to make. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And then like Javi's like, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. So what's it about? What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're setting these characters. But that happens though, man, like all the time like i've i've we, i mean we've done it before but i've i've wrote so many things to where i've made these these fucking awesome characters mm-hmm. 
awesome. I'm made of an awesome world. What happens? What happens in the world? What happens? Yeah, that people want the to get, key they, thing. What is key, the hook? People care about it, yeah. right? Yeah. But I've spent so much time, like in that. I think I've told you about that story. Uh, Rasai, I was writing. Mm-hmm. I got maps. I've yeah. Got, I've got cultures. I've got people. Yeah. I've got history. I have no story <laughs> of what happens but in this all, world. All of that shit is important. It is to make it, especially like an original IP. Mm-hmm. It is important. You need to have all that shit so that way the story feels real, mm-hmm. even though it's set in a non-real place. I've got languages. Yeah. I've got a yeah. I've got a different language because yeah. Anyway, it's it's. Yeah, what is the story? What's the story? I've got a beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great beginning. What I've always heard the secret to a story is you figure out what the ending is first. How does mm. it end? Mm. And then you craft the beginning to reflect the ending. And then it's all about, okay, how do I get the, from the beginning to the ending as difficult as humanly possible? Yeah. With as many barricades along the way as I can that don't feel forced, that feel genuine and, mm. and all that kind of shit. But yeah. It's hard. Otherwise, everybody would do it. I know. Right. I found an old like chapter one Mm -hmm. of uh, it's basically like there's a royal family and there's like a a guy from the the, the king's childhood who likes let's come to the castle and shit. It's not really like, you know, they're still kind of like, you know, middle class. Okay. Anyway, there's like a coup Mm. and you find out that like the king has been sleeping with the, the wife of the the low class family. Ah, okay. And the child is actually his. Oh shit! Yeah, and it's a good premise. Yeah, and then like the coup happens. The coup, the coup is a great act one yeah. finale thing to happen. The child escapes. Yeah, they and of course the classic. You think a child's dead, but he's not. Right. I like the premise of that. But yeah, like, but only like one person knows that like who this kid is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm reading this thing that I wrote. I'm like, I wrote that. You know what I mean, like, you're yeah. seeing, you're, so you were seeing something I, that done so well. I, like, who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> I wrote this shit. I've got a lot of those too. Yeah. yeah where I will, I just, cause I used to do this thing where being in video, like, of course, like you want to get into movies. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to get into movies, even if you're not in video. Right. And so I used to just replay them in my head so I wouldn't forget them. And then eventually like I started writing all that shit down and I do, I've got a bunch that are like halfway started or like scenes in the middle of a movie that are just written down. And every now and again, I'll go back and read them. Yeah. And some of yeah. them I'm like, man, this could really be something like I should probably like Dude, work I was, on this shit. I was telling, which is like, like for me was like my oh, moment, even though he probably was being nice. I was telling Brian, um, Mattias, oh okay, about it, right? Yeah, and I like wrote it out for him. We were talking about it for a while, and he was like, he's like, dude, this is dope. It's real sweet, man. Let me know. Let me know. This comes out, bro. Like this is, reminds me of um, I never even seen it. But he said like uh, Jake and the Argonauts. Oh, Jacob and the Argonauts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an old school. Um, adventure type movie. Yeah, I've never seen it before. He's like, okay. this kind of reminds me of that a little bit, man. Like, he's like, this is nice, man. Let me, let me know how it comes. I'm like, awesome, dude, I will. Never fucking touch it. <laughs> and now looking where Brian's at, I'm like, fucking uh, shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you imagine having the guy who did the concept art for the Mandalorian. Yeah. Loving my shit. Yep. I mean, he probably would anyway. He's still cool. Yeah, he's, he's a dope he's human a, being. He should be a, uh, the book. Of the art Mandalorian where all, all his arts in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he forget he wrote like keep rocking, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a good dude. He is, he is. He's such a good dude. <laughs> anyway, where are we fucking at? All okay, right. we are LSD. LSD, yes. So then they're sitting down and they're sort of talking, like, yeah, we want it to be a character-driven drama between two friends, and maybe maybe there's like a paranoid angle or something like that. And they're like, yeah, that that'd be great. And then Nicolas Cage like gets into character and says, like, hey, have those two people been following us? Yeah. Just to like give some creativity going. And then Pedro Pe- or Javi like looks over and is like, oh, I don't know. Ha- 
Have they been following us? He's like, they have been. They, who are those guys? Looking at us right now. And then Nicholas Cage starts freaking out. He's like, wait, what? They've been following us? <laughs> They're looking at us right now. How do we check? We'll, we'll look, but like, look over at them, and but but laugh at something. Yeah. And then Pedro's just like, <laughs> oh my god, they're looking at us. <laughs> and then they start to panic. Yeah. And this sort of reminds me of the last time we hung out a little bit. They're cops. The cops. <laughs> they're about to get arrested. These, they're looking at me, man. There's, there's, these people are following me. That's hilarious. Yeah, Rob almost lost his shit. Oh man. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. And then didn't speak for like four hours. <laughs> Just watch fucking Shorzy. Oh, I, I was having conversations with Rob and Rob would not respond. He, did, he would just sat there looking straight. Oh. And, and like, <laughs> this show is so great, dude. And then back <laughs> to watch the fucking show. <laughs> oh, now you're talking. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Javi's like, he's like, listen, man. We, on, the, on the count of we're gonna get up slowly. On the count of three, we're gonna run. And then Nick's like, "All right." Huffy's like, "One," and he takes off running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Nick Tage chases after him. Yeah, runs after him. <laughs> they get this wall. This this scene is a great. This scene is awesome. It, it did like and Nick's like, "We get the wall's too high." Huffy's like, "Use me as a stool." So Nick climbs on Huffy's back, gets up top, and he grabs Huffy's hand and he's trying to pull him up. And <laughs> he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Dude, you're heavier than you look." He's like, "I have a very large head. My, my head's very large." <laughs> And then he fucking drops him. Yeah. And he's just, it's like a slow motion drop, too. Yeah. He tries to do it again. He's it, like, no. Yeah, that's like the scene from Die Hard, you yeah. know? <laughs> he, you go. You go. I'll never forget you. I'm like, I'm, I, I can't leave you behind. No, save yourself. Get out of here. Go be with your family. I'll never forget you, Avi. So Nick goes over the wall. And no. Jumps. No. Yeah, it's it so is, good. That's a great scene. Yeah. And so then he drops down. And he's like weeping, you know, yeah. uncontrollably <laughs> that he left his friend behind to die. <laughs> and then Javi sort of like notices that he can walk around the wall and he sort of peers around it. Uh, Mr. Mr. Cage? <laughs> Javi, how'd you get around the wall? And apparently we, we, get just, we, we could just walk around the whole time. <laughs> they look over and they see the people. Yeah, the couple has moved. <laughs> And they're on this other bench. Yeah. Oh shit! They are following us. <laughs> and then how he takes a run again? Yeah. He gets hit by a car. Yes. <laughs> and then they run the Nick. They run to Javi's car. Yeah. To get away. And then they're like, Javi's like, he gets, he gets in the passenger seat. Nick's like, Whoa, what are you doing? I can't drive an LSD. He's like, Nick, you can drive. I watched you in sixty seconds. I watched the behind the scenes. You did all your stunts. And Nick's like, Gah! You're right. I did <laughs> do right. all my own stunts. I can do this. <laughs> So he gets in the car and he drives high. And he just starts crashing into shit. Hitting everything. Everything. Backs in this beautiful, I think it's an old Mercedes or something. It's this beautiful classic, maybe in the 40s or 50s. I don't know what year, but yeah, beautiful looking car that was mint. Yeah. And he's driving it in, uh, like scraping it on walls, driving it over curves. Uh, He fucked that car up. Yeah. Hey, we should make a movie about this and our, our, our friendship. Yeah. Maybe the movie's about us. And they're like, yeah, yeah. She gets a text from Vivian. And she's like, you know, did you check the location yet or not? And then Nick's back to where he was at. Fuck, I'm not here to fucking have a good time with Javi. I'm here to fucking save this girl. Right. So, right. So he goes to try to check the location. And they're still kind of cut. They're coming down from their high now. Yeah. And then Javi catches him again. Do you want to see what's in his room? I have to see what's in the room, Javi. If you go in there, you could change the way you feel about me. Hav, <laughs> open the door, man. So he opens the door. It's a fucking shrine in Nick Cage. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Every movie's ever done. Yep. They even have the anal beads. I mean, the uh, 
the the spheres from the rock. Yes, <laughs> the magnificent string of pearls configuration. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the bunny from Con Air. Yeah. He's got the chainsaw from Mandy. Yeah, all kinds of shit is in this room. They walk up to a wax statue of Nick, and he's holding um the golden guns from Face Off. Yeah, then Nick's like, "Where did you uh, where'd you get this statue? This grotesque. It's, it's grotesque. How how much do you pay for it? And he's like, "I paid like sixty thousand dollars for this." And he's like. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars for this 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 grotesque statue. No, that's not for sale. <laughs> and talk, those are real guns. He's like he's like yeah. He's like no you know like, you know those are real guns right? Those are real guns. And he's like yes I know I know they're real guns. And I'm like ah oh, those are Chekhov's guns. Chekhov's guns. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> no. Because the, at the very end of that scene before the cut they just focus on the fucking golden gun. Yes. All right. This is gonna come back up, guys. Uh-huh. Be aware. Yes. <laughs> like we're coming back. Yeah. Didn't need to do that, but they definitely like hit it home. All right, these guys are gonna come back, right? Yeah. So then Nick meets with Vivian. Um, he is still not think it's Javi at this point. So at this point, I'm like, it's gotta be Javi's cousin. It's not. It's not obvious, but that's 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 the obvious play. Yeah. Because it's not Javi. I thought it could have been Javi until he went into the shrine. Yeah. As soon as he goes in the shrine, I'm like, there's no way this guy. The same thing. Uh, so I took the, same. the girl. So then I was like, well, it's either it's Javi's cousin mm-hmm. because he's being a dick to Nick. Right. And if it's going to be really fucking crazy, it's Gabriella. But I didn't think it was her. I was yeah. Like, if they're going to like really fucking put her on his head, it'd, mm-hmm. be, it'd be like, holy shit, his girl betrayed him. Right? Yeah. So either way, I, but yeah, but I think it's Javi's cousin. It's Vivian because he's like, we're making this movie. And she's like, we'll change the storyline to add a kidnapping. And Nick's like, it's not going to fucking work. Like, yeah, it's a character development story. It's going to add a random kidnapping. No, nope, yeah. Thing. Random kidnapping doesn't make any that's, sense. That's not creative. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to fall for this. He's too but, smart. And she convinces him. She's like, well, you know, you can do it like, you know, doesn't like Marvel do that kind of shit? Star Wars. Star Wars does stuff like that. And he's like, baby, this isn't an intelligent film for adults. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not doing that. Yeah. Which I've always said, people, Star Wars is for kids. <laughs> well, shit, I mean, like, oh, Star Wars and Star Trek. That's not the same thing. Yeah. Star Trek is for adults. Star Wars is for kids. Yeah. And even Nick Cage knows that. Nick Cage it's does. Not, like, it's like, oh, like, it's so much better. It's not, it's not for adults. It's for children. Mm-hmm. Not saying you're a child. If you like Star Wars, you could be. But, you know, <laughs> probably 80% of you are. But, you know. That, well, was- I think part of that is that Star Wars captured... So many of the of the big fans of Star Wars, mm-hmm. they're people our age because we were all kids when we saw that movie. Yeah. And so it captured us as children. And so they keep making movies that Star Wars movies at children mm-hmm. because we're all sort of kids at heart a little bit. Yeah. And you keep them as they get older. Right. Because yeah. they, they, they're nostalgic for it. Yeah. Exactly. No. I'm listen, I like Star Wars. Yeah. Just when people say it's better than Star Trek, it's just blasphemous. <laughs> I mean, I think it's better than Star Trek. No, it's not. One one progressed society. The other is just entertainment. One brought us cell phones and automatic doors and, you know, Bluetooth. Another one brought us lightsabers. and those don't, don't exist yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved the automatic doors in Star Trek. Yeah. It never existed. But people, two people just pull the doors open as they walk by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, come on, pull it faster. <laughs> but anyway, they're shooting clay pigeons, and Nick's trying to pull in the idea of like the kidnapping. Yeah, maybe we had a kidnapping. Javi immediately shoots it down. What? Why would somebody kidnap your daughter? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Who, who who's doing that? And he's like, the bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because even he doesn't know, right? Yeah, there's no bad guys in the story yet, right? There's so nothing. now they're just bad guys. Yeah, now there's random bad guys. Like, so he kidnap- would have this character villain movie with this 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 crazy act scene at the end. He's like, no. And let me guess, the finale is is two the two men saving the daughter. Like that's lame, Nick. Come on, even I know that. Yeah. Sitting, Javi grabs the gun. Mm-hmm. He loads it back up. There's two more pigeons, and then he's, he cocks it and goes, "Nick, don't don't lie to me." 
And Nick's like, whoa, Javi, put the gun down. He's like, don't you lie to me, Nick. Don't lie to me. And he's like, whoa, Javi. He's like, it's about your daughter. And you're regretting your relationship with her and you want to you wanna make amends. And Nick's like, yes. That that's is, exactly that's what it's about. Totally it. <laughs> Which Again. kind of is true. You yeah. know, he's led on a little bit to the, his problems with his daughter to Javi a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Javi like, he's like, all right, well, let's. He didn't really say he didn't agree to have the kidnapping in the movie. But he's like, guess the reason why, Nick. So then Nick gets a phone call from Vivian. She's like, we've been made. They've you got to get out of there. They've been checking our shit. So then like Nick's like, fuck. So he's like, goes to walk off. And I was like, hey, Nick. Come with me. I need to talk. We need to talk, Nick. And you're like, right now. Oh, no. And he's like, fuck. Javi knows. Yep. Javi knows. Um, You need to come with me right now. And Nick's like, well, uh, he's like, no, right now. So he walks in the room and Nick's ex-wife and daughter are there. And he's like, fuck. He's like, what? It's like, Javi, don't you fucking hurt them. And Javi looks family out of this. And Nick looks confused. Like, no, they're, they're, Javi's like, well, they're, they're a part of this. They, they, you need to talk. You know, need, you need them here. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Just let them go. Make sure they're safe or something like yeah, that. And, and Javi's just kind of like, oh, okay. Okay. So then he says, like, he, you know, they're like, why are we here? And Javi said you were in grave danger. You were in an emergency. So we flew us here. And Javi's like, we're making this movie. And Nick cannot get past the fact that with his, his relationship with his daughter, we have to fix this. And it's then, bleeding into our work. Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> And Nick's like, if you flew too, like, all this, I thought he was sick. We flew all this way because th- our relationship isn't good. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Right? So then, like, even Nick's confused. Yeah. So then Javi's like, you know what we should do? We should, we should have lunch and then uh, talk about things and you know, kind of open the air up a little bit. So they go to eat lunch and the daughter's like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> She's like, she even says that. So Nick starts like, kind of like apologizing. I'm so sorry that I was never there and I made things about me a little bit. And, uh, but I was trying to do the best I could. And he bumbles the apology. Yeah. And then the, the, the ex-wife was like, that's pathetic. And Javi's like, I, I totally agree. That was, that was horrible. That was horrible. We Nick. Can, you, can, can, you can do better. We can that. do better than this, right? We can, we can, we can fix this. So yeah. he then pulls out the photo of his daughter. So I keep this in my wallet everywhere I go. This photo of us from that, that trip I, I've always loved, right? It's been worn. Mm-hmm. So you, you can tell he's had it for a while, you know? Yeah. And she kind of like is like thinks it's cute, but then she's like, it's always about you. Everything you do is about you, and it, I, it's crippling me to think that like if I don't like what you like, you won't like me. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, mm. right? Some, some tough shit. But he's trying to like explain, like, no, I want you to be your own person. I thought I was helping you. I thought I was molding you and giving you the tools to be your own person, showing you great things. Like, and we were sharing it together, you know, like yeah. which is. A common with like parents, right? You think sure. it's like you're helping your kid out. And like you think y- your kid is gonna like everything that you like. Yeah, and, yeah. Are you just showing what you what what you enjoyed and hope they like it too? And mm-hmm. you know they're doing it because they want just to be with you, be with you, impress you. But, but they, they don't really don't care. But you think they do, right. so you do more and more, and it mm-hmm. becomes about you. You know, I mean, like yeah, yeah. It's I'm a pitfall. A, I'm a corporate of that shit. Then Javi uh, gets interrupted. If you have a visitor, mm-hmm. you see them now. So Javi leaves, and it's his cousin Lucas sitting at a table, and they're eating Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love American cereal. Love it. And so the way Lucas is eating and sitting, you're like, all right. This he's is, the bad guy. He's in charge. Yeah, he's there, definitely right? the bad yeah. guy. Yep. So, so I was like, ah, I called it. Mm-hmm. Lucas goes, you know, he got a call from Sergio Balasari. Basically, they're going to kidnap, kidnap, not his daughter, but the, another guy's daughter for the politician's daughter. So he doesn't uh, run, run for the election. He pulls out, and then we'll give his daughter back, right? So Javi's like, he's calm, but he's like, why am I involved? Like, you know, like he knows what his cousin does, but like, you know, I'm just doing my own thing, right? Yeah. Javi's father was led this 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 gun cartel. Javi was just a regular guy, right? And once his father died, he didn't want it. Lucas took it over, but Lucas made him the, the figurehead of it. So that appears like his son took over the family business, yeah. not this other random guy. Mm. And so he essentially is the figurehead, but in name and appearance only. Yeah. And he gets money from the company. Yeah. They pay him money so that he can live in this big yeah. fancy house and appear to be, mm. but which it, it actually helps them out because 
the U.S. government thinks Javi's involved in everything. But he's involved in no way. But he's no way involved, which so is can, why they, they can't can. ever catch him, yeah. which is why this criminal organization has succeeded the way it has. And 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 he's he know Javi knows about all that. Yeah, and he's taking the money, but he can't leave. They, right. won't, they won't let him leave. They won't let so him leave. So it's like he has no choice but to do what he's doing because he can't go anywhere. Right. He has to play his part, yeah. unfortunately. So he's kind of trapped yeah. in, in, in this life. In a horrible drug cartel life of millionaires. Horrible. Yes, yeah, that sounds, sounds yeah. brutal. <laughs> Any drug cartels need a uh, figurehead, too. You'll be it. You might get killed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But nothing bad ever happens to drug cartel leaders, right? No. No. El Chapo's doing great right now. No, he's doing fine. <laughs> Javi realizes he kidnapped the daughter. Lucas thinks Javi's internet. Basically tells him, hey, like, you know, Nicholas Cage with the CIA. Javi laughs real quick, and he's like, no, I'm not joking. And then basically kicks Javi down. Lucas puts a gun to Javi's head, and he's like... You had to you, be in on it. You knew, you knew it. You knew he was doing this. And you let this guy walk around the compound. You're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And he goes to shoot him. And Javi's just begging. I didn't know. I didn't know. Any way to get some, tell some, somebody to tell you some shit is put a gun in the head. Pull yep. trigger. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. And you can tell the truth, right? Yeah. If somebody knows they're going to die. They don't have any reason to lie to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Lucas does. He pulls the trigger. And there's no bullets in the gun. No bullets in the gun. So, Click. So Javi gets to live, but Lucas still doesn't believe him a little bit. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I still think it's something to do with this, right? You have two options, Javi. I can kill you now, or you can go kill Nick Cage. And takes the gun from, from yeah. Lucas and is like, okay, I guess I have to kill my best friend in the world now. Yeah. You know? And while this is all happening, Nick Cage is on the phone with Vivian. Mm. We've been made. What the fuck is your family doing there? Nick's like, well, you got to get us out. You send a helicopter or something. She's like, we don't have an extraction built for this. We no. weren't ready for this. But the plan is moving forward. You have to kill Javi. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that will create enough of a distraction for you to get away in that time. Then we'll figure out how we can get you and your family out of the country. But you have to kill Javi. That's yeah. so now each of the friends has to kill each other. Yeah. So Nick goes and grabs and he's his, just like, his uh, golden guns. Yeah. The really cool shot where he walks up to the statue and we see his face in the reflection and we see the statue and the camera sort of pans around and lines up the two faces because the face doesn't really look like Nick Cage at no. all. Until it's overlaid with his face, and then it looks good, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so you know he's getting the guns. It's great. Nick sort of tells, his wife wants to oh, know yeah. what, or ex-wife wants to know what the fuck is going on. And he tells her, and she doesn't believe him. Because of course you don't yeah. believe, yeah, like. She goes, oh my God, you're having a breakdown. He's like, I am. I am definitely. This is still true, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm working for the federal government. I'm, but this guy is a cartel leader, like, and you're, our lives are all in danger, I, I've got to go take care of this. Yeah, and she's, she's like, you're having a nervous breakdown. She's, like, she's like, oh, oh my God, you're having a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But but no, this is all true. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, they go meet. And yeah. then Javi kind of says, uh, our movie would start out as a character film and then change it to a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, all right, here we go. Everybody get some action. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're leading to it. So they decide to drive out uh, to the cliff. Back to the cliffs again. To figure out the third act. Right. Which is where we're in now. We got to figure out how this movie ends. <laughs> which I love that line. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we do. We got to figure out how this whole thing is going to wrap up. <laughs> right. And at this point, I'm I'm thinking, man, I really hope they stick to landing to this movie. Because I yeah. really enjoyed it so far. Mm-hmm. The acting, the writing, it's meta. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's been great. And if they can't figure out how this thing ends, I'm going to be really fucking bummed. So they do. They drive. They drive off to the cliffs. We got third act. Yeah. For the third act. Yeah. They start talking about the fucking the shoe thing. Yes. So (laughs) random. So fucking random. 
Nick's like looks down and he's like, those are nice shoes, Javi. He's like, oh yeah, they're very comfortable but shoes. They look like they fit you as a person. Like yeah. they really. Yeah. And then he's Javi like, comments on Nick Cage's oh, shoes. Those are great shoes, Nick. They fit you. Those are amazing shoes. Uh, can we can we trade shoes? Like, yeah, let's trade shoes. They, they fucking they trade they shoes. trade shoes. Yeah, so bizarre. And then like you know, I'm I'm glad I met you. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, it's like that. And then. <laughs> They like walk up to the cliffs, and Holly, Holly pulls the gun first, right? Yeah. And he's like, ah, and he's like, you know, I'm you, you prove the CIA. And then Nick pulls out his guns, like, ah, like, <laughs> he pulls out the golden like, guns. You took my, you took my, took my golden guns. These are my guns. These are my guns. <laughs> so then Nick, they kind of go back and forth and figure out, the, you know, the story of basically Lucas is the head, and Nick's mm-hmm. not part of the CIA because they were like, you want to kill me? You want to kill me? I don't want to kill you. Yeah. So they, they, they then, then they start getting shot at. Oh, who's that? And he goes, oh my god, Lucas, no, I wouldn't kill my best friend. <laughs> he knew. I didn't have the strength to kill my best friend. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they confess love for each other, mm-hmm. and then um, and now they're getting shot at, and they're running away all clumsily. And Nick Cage can't really shoot the guns; he's just sort of like fires yeah. in the direction. And yeah, it was it was funny. Nick said he should trust he trust my instincts. Oh, I trust my acting instincts. <laughs> <laughs> so the shootout. I happened. knew it couldn't be you. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Shootout happens. They uh they argue about. They get they get behind like some rock and they're about to run out of the car and then Javi's like he's like all right Nick you should run, you run out of the car and then you come back and get me yeah and Nick's like no you run out of the car come back and get me and he was like he's like no you're faster than me he's like no I'm not he's like I saw a national treasure you're really fast national treasure I saw the behind the scenes of national treasure I saw you run because he was like no he's like oh stunt man stunt man he's like no I watched the behind the scenes it was you <laughs> Nick's like god damn it god damn it you're right it was he's me like, all right I'm gonna go and then he's like how's like, well, it if you're gonna go I'm going too <laughs> like these like little dumb arguments they have yeah yeah yeah. So then they get to the car. And the and it's funny because Javi is horrible at running to the car. Yeah. Like, like Nick is there already and they're, Javi's like slow running. But they're complaining about the shoes. Yeah. He's like, he's like I'm not wearing your fucking shoes. He's not, not going to do this for running. <laughs> <laughs> and But they didn't trade the shoes back. They stayed in each other's shoes the whole rest of the fucking movie. Yeah. Genius, bro. Genius. Oh, so yeah, yeah. They get in the car and there's dirt bikes chasing him. Of course. Yeah. It's typical action movie. Car chase with the dirt bikes. Yep. The bad guys have to have dirt bikes. Always. Yeah, Always. yeah, yeah. So they're driving. One guy gets, one dirt bike gets this, how they, they hits a car or some shit. How's he hit some of this from the side? Yeah. So the dirt bike pulls alongside and Nick Cage just sort of like grabs him and throws him over. Yeah. And then it wrecks. Yeah. There's one behind there's him. There's one behind them. Yeah. And Javi's like, do the thing. Do the thing where you push the brakes. And Nick's like, what are you talking about? It doesn't work. It doesn't. It's not going to work. He's like, do it, do it, do it. And he does. And so he slams on the brakes and the guy hits the back of the truck that they're in and like falls into the yeah. truck. And they're like, oh shit, it does work. And Javi's like, he's, he's knocked out. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And the guy gets up. <laughs> knife he hits punches javi out and nick cage has the helmet or something and hits the guy with it and falls out but he leaves behind Chekhov's knife yeah, in so the he, truck. Yeah, Chekhov's knife does fall out of the out of the guy's yeah. pocket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they drive away. Yeah. So they get uh, back to the house, and it turns out they took Abby. Mm. So like, what the fuck? So the, yeah. So his, Ga- Gabrielle, ex wife, come out, and his daughter got kidnapped by Lucas. Right. So now again, we're in that part of the movie where we're, we were talking about yeah. where why are the bad guys going to kidnap my daughter? <laughs> yeah. And here we are, his daughter's kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, by the bad guys. <laughs> by the, the, the bad guys. Two heroes got to save her. Yeah. <laughs> He then calls Vivian. Nick does, and he's like, "Hey," and she's like, "Look, you got to just come here." He's like, Nick's like, "What?" He's like, "They got, got my kid." She's like, "Come here, we'll figure it out." So, and, and we see that she's got guns on her. So yeah. the bad guys found out the where Vivian guys. is. Yeah, yeah. So while she's there, Vivian ends up because I think Martin's already dead. Martin's dead. Yeah, yep. she ends up getting his gun, takes out one of the guards. She's then shot, falls down, but ends up before she dies, takes out both the guards herself. Mm-hmm. 
Go ahead, Tiffany. That's right. Get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course you did. Martin's bitch ass got killed first. Then he's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the gun, shot some motherfuckers and went out, went out, went out strong. So then Nick and Javi and the and Gabrielle and, and then, his wife yeah. all sort of work their way up to this room and they see this massacre has happened. And Nick feels sad for Vivian because mm-hmm. he sees her body yeah. laying there. You know, he's like, fuck. And he has a little hallucination. Mm-hmm. So he's little Nicky telling him to back out. Yeah. You're going to get us all killed, man. Yeah. You're not an action star. What are you doing? And this part reminded me of, uh, do you see JCVD, Jean-Claude Van Damme's movie? No. So this came out, gosh, 2006, 2005, 2006, where it was like, it reminded me of this movie a lot because Jean-Claude is playing himself in this movie. The movie, basically, he, he gets involved in a bank robbery, but not as like a bystander. Not mm-hmm. like he's not part of the heist or whatever. And there's a point in the movie where he like, gives this long monologue to camera and talks about how I was this action hero for however many years. And, you know, I could use that to my advantage in this moment. And then like it cuts to him, like doing one of his jump spin kicks on mm. one of the guys with the guns and like saving the day. And then it does a hard cut to like what he actually does, which is like cower and hide in a corner while yeah. the police show up and, and save the day. Um, but it reminded me of that because he was talking about how like, I'm not, I'm not really the guy that you think I am. I'm just a person. I'm just an actor, mm. you know? And so that's what this scene was. Mm. You're going to get us killed, man. Just fucking run. Get out of here. You can't save your daughter. Just get out. And he's like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. I'm Nicholas fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Cage! <laughs> They go to Javi's uh, safe house. And Javi's like, hey, I got this house here just in case something ever happened. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be fine here. Um, Lucas's lair is an impenetrable fortress, as it always is. Mm-hmm. Still waiting her out. How do we get no in? No way. How do we get in? So they're like, you know, we'll go through the front gate. We're going to walk in through the front door, motherfucker. Yeah. No one's ever seen Sergio Balagario, or the fuck his name is. Yeah. Nobody has seen him for 15 years. They thought he was dead. They and thought he's, he was dead. Back. But, but really, he's alive. Lucas says that. Like, he called me mm-hmm. and wants to meet up and wants to unite our group with his group and we're going to form the super group and take over Europe or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. Yeah. Nick's ex-wife, he met, he, he mentioned earlier on the movie that he met her on, on the set of a movie. She's a makeup artist. Right. You know, that's how he met her. So he's like, well, she does makeup. She'll, she'll make me him. And you can play Sergio because yeah. you're the greatest actor that's ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> and he does. Hey! <laughs> and his accent is decent. It's pretty good. It's a decent accent. Yeah. 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 I'm like, holy shit. And you can tell it's still him. Yeah. You know, but, but he's got prosthetic on and he's looking old and he's dressed like an old Italian yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was funny. So, yeah. So he gets there and Lucas puts a knife to his throat and he's like, you tell me after fucking 15 years, you're gonna just show your face like this like what the fuck out of nowhere yeah yeah and then the xy plays it cool he's like what do you, how do you feel so she's like i don't know, kill him I don't give a shit like yeah, yeah you, you kill him i'll take over and yeah. and we'll get this thing done yeah <laughs> then i'll be in charge next and we're good to go right yeah 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 so her playing it cool he's like all right you guys you can stay yeah you know, yeah lets him stay they go in the basement try to find the girls they're kind of sneaking around right they uh knock out one of the guards take the guns but then uh like the main guard that's been with Lucas the whole time. I forget his name now. Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, no. It's, uh, it's name is, his name is, uh, well, Carlos. Wow. Figures. Wow, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriela Carlos. Javi and Carlos yeah. and Gabriela. <laughs> All right. His name is Carlos, and he he catches him. He's like, what are you guys doing down here? Mm. He's like, you know, Lucas wants to see you. So they, they go upstairs, and Carlos like, I caught him snooping around downstairs, and we see now. They're in the same room as the kidnapped girls. Yeah, they're, they're blindfolded, turned. Uh, who knows why? Yeah, yeah. Because movie. Because movie. Yeah, they're on their knees, blindfolded, yeah. looking at a wall. Yeah. So Lucas is like, "How am I supposed to trust you if you don't trust me?" You know, like, and because 
Nick says as Sergio's like, hey, you know, I was going to make sure you had the girls for real. Like, I didn't know. This whole our whole plan contingents on you having the girls. I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure you you had them. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And um, he does buy it. Yeah, he buys it. But then the yeah. Car- Carlos is like, this is another situation because we've seen many movies where the guards or you know, the, the lower level guard is telling the, the higher guard. I'm gonna call it the boss. Mm-hmm. This, this is not right, man. Something's up, and the boss doesn't listen. Right? Yeah. There's always one guy like you know, hey man, this, no, no, we gotta do this, and he's like, I pay you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so, something wrong with this Sergio guy. Yeah, I don't trust him. Because Carlos says, and yeah, Lucas, Lucas is like, like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, shut up. Well, Carlos is right. Yeah. Lucas is talking to Sergio, or and it's AKA Nicholas Cage, and he's like, what's wrong with your face? And he like walks up. A the little, little bit little peel. Peel, peeling on the prosthetic. Yeah. Nick is able to like grab Lucas's gun mm-hmm. and put it to his head. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I just like always oh, just yelling and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his ex-wife then goes to the girls, unties them and blindfolds and gets them out. And now Nick is Nick is stuck in this Mexican standoff with all, yeah, the, all the guards. Because there's four or five guards yeah. pointing guns at Nick, but he's got his gun on the boss. Mm-hmm. So the girls would get outside. They run to the Jeep. And Javi's like, where's Nick? And she goes, he's inside. He's inside. He told us to go. Yeah. And then Javi's like, I can't. I can't leave him. I behind. can't leave him behind. I'm going back for him. So Javi goes back in. Lucas is like, you're never getting out of here alive. And Nick's like, I don't care. Get my daughter out. I, I, I don't care. Yeah, my my job is here is done. You're not getting out of this alive either. Yeah, yeah, you because know, I got my gun on your head. Yeah, Lucas then pulls a knife out, just like in Face Off. Yeah, <laughs> just like the end of Face Off. Yeah, which Nick, you should have seen this coming, you man. Seen coming. Just... You, you, we lived this already. Yeah. Stabs Nick in the leg. Yep. Thank God he didn't turn it. Yes, like oh, in yeah. Face Off. Ha! Ha! <laughs> but stabs Nick in the leg and basically, you know. Subdues Nick and gets on top of him is like beating his ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gets the gun, points the gun at his head. Yeah. Any last words. And then Nick starts to recite the lines from the, the script of the movie he didn't get. Right. The very opening monologue that he yeah. does with the Boston accent and yeah. everything. And but he, everybody's like, what the fuck? But he's doing it like a, his Nicholas K. He's not doing the accent. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you can pull that trigger, but it takes so and so many milliseconds for the signal it gets from your brain to this, whatever. By the time I hear that, I'm gonna be able to pull the trigger of my gun. It'll do blah 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 blah. And he do, what's his what are his last words like? And that's because you're gonna fucking like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't remember oh. what he says. I don't. But remember. it was badass though. Yes, it was badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking die. You know whatever like that. So he knocks the gun away, but then, but gets it though, and, and then, then he starts shooting the guards. Yeah, he shoots Lucas. Yeah, he gets shoots Lucas like in the arm. Yeah, and then Javi comes in and captures everybody. Yeah, Javi's a train shot. We yeah. saw that with the pellet with the. Uh, the rifle, right? It wasn't yeah. so. It wasn't out of nowhere. I appreciated that because you saw him with the with the clay the clay pigeons. Yeah, Nick can't hit any of the yeah, clay pigeons, yeah. but Javi hits every single one. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad they established that earlier. Uh-huh. On. <laughs> yes. So that that kind of gets them out. So meanwhile, while that's happening, um, Carlos comes upon the girls. It's like I fucking knew it, mm-hmm. right? And then Gabriel's like, Carlos, let us go, man. Like, no, he doesn't fucking like you. Like, Javi's been so good to you. And Carlos was like, nope. <laughs> Tries to radio bitches in, and then yep. Gabby's like, fuck it. And she backs into his ass yep. <laughs> and hits him with the car, right? Yeah. As Nick and Javi running out, Carlos is on the ground now, and he's getting back up. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking Undertaker and shit. Yeah. Oh, and he gets up, and then he gets shot in the back mm-hmm. by Javi. Javi takes care of business. Yeah. Yep. Gone. Gone. They're, now they're driving in the car, and this big car chase. Big car chase. So they're driving. Javi's like, you know what, man? Like, we got a, the embassy's so far away. You're not going to make it in time, but I can stall him. And then... Nick's like, no, bro. He's like, no. He's like, I gotta, I gotta do this, man. Like, this is, this is my job. And Gabrielle's like, fuck no, Javi, no. And we're not, we're not stopping the car. So then Javi just jumps the fuck he out. He just hops out of the car like a fucking baller, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then Nick is like, what the fuck? It hits, hits the brakes and he, you know, talk, Tav, you, come on. He's Get like, in the car. And he's like, if I don't stand up to my cousin now, yeah. he's going to walk all over me the rest of my life. I'm a prisoner. Yeah. I have to do this. Now get out of here. Yeah. So Nick, Save yourself. Yeah. It's just a reflection of that scene we had halfway through the movie. Yeah. Only it's real now yeah, because but, there's actual stakes. Mm-hmm. They're not just high as shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Nick drives off, and as he pulls off, we see that Gabriella got out of the car too. Yeah, we get we wipe the car, yeah. and she's there, and he's like, "Oh my god, Gabriella's here! Awesome!" And she's like, "You know, we're in this together." So they kiss, and then she pulls out her fucking she got a submachine gun, machine gun. He's yeah. got his golden. He's gun got and- the golden guns now. Start lighting off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they get one of the trucks that's coming down the hill, yeah. and it like wrecks and flips and shit. So all the cars now are wrecked besides Lucas's. Yeah. And then uh, Lucas, the kind of, he's firing out of the window. He's shooting out the window. He's yeah. got a submachine gun too, mm. or something like a machine pistol or something. He ends up shooting Javi. Yeah. We get the slow mo shot. <sighs> yeah. Oh no. And then they dive out of the way mm. of the cars as Lucas drives through. Mm. Yeah. So now we got the car chase in the city. As this car chase is happening, we see. Uh, I think her name is Maria. The girl that uh, Maria Maria plays um the girl that got kidnapped Maria. Oh, it's not her name's Maria now. Okay, so Maria sure. she sees Chekhov's nice rolling around in the back. Of the yes, back of we the get car. another shot of Chekhov's yeah, knife yeah. rolling just, around. Just to in the make back. sure, if you didn't know this was going to be used, she saw that Maria sees the knife. Right. Yes. So we get a little quick uh, city city car chase. Lucas's car is hit by oncoming traffic from the side. It's it's all fucking crazy. Yeah. It's just, you know, looks mm-hmm. like shooting cars hitting right. Yep. Nick then drives the car to the embassy. Now, this is from something, right? Like, that's another... How did Nick know where the embassy was? That is a good question. That was the first time in the movie where I'm like, wait, hold on. Nick is in a foreign country. Yeah. He knows he's got to get to the embassy. We don't see no Google Maps. There's no one in the car that knows. There's nobody in the car that knows because Gabriella is gone and so is Javi. So all we have left in the car is Nick. Americans. uh, And the one girl who speaks another language who doesn't know, you know what I mean? The the girl that was kidnapped. How does Nick know where the embassy is? There are signs in the street that say embassy. There's not though. It could have been. American embassy this way. It would have yeah. been funny to like have Nick try to Google where the embassy is yeah. or some shit, but they just skip that. He's driving to the embassy. Yeah. So he crashes the gates of the embassy. Yeah. To get inside. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's another movie as well. I've seen this done before with a bunch of movies where they've like, oh, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. stop at the gate, right? They just drive to the embassy, mm-hmm. right? I pay my motherfucking taxes. Yeah. Shoot them. <laughs> Shoot them, motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, Nick falls him in the embassy. Or no, sorry. Lucas falls him in the embassy. Lucas gets in there and he grabs, he grabs Nick. Somehow he gets Nicolas Cage, right? He he gets out of his car and like pulls Nick out of out of his car because mm-hmm. they think they're safe because they made it to the embassy and there's guards everywhere. Yeah. And he just shows up at the window and pulls him out of the car and has it gone on, on Nick's head. Yeah. Lucas yeah. is like fucking mode. Not, yeah. It's like Nick and Nick, Nick has to go. Yeah. He's right? not getting away with this shit. And my thing is like, Lucas, you run a fucking gun ring, bro. Like, so he got away. Who cares? Give up. Yeah. Go back. Then You're Nick- fine. Nick Cage pulled one on over. Maybe yeah. that's part of it is like. This actor made me look like a Who fool. Cares? So Sergio's really still out there, still ready to make a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the girl. Maybe he thinks that his reputation is over because Who knows? of all this. I don't know. So yeah, he has a gun in Nick's head. Um, and then Maria's like, Abby. She throws Abby the knife. Then Abby's like, Dad. And then throws the this whole this whole time it's just happening. Lucas is just shooting Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, like are like playing fucking catch. Yeah. He's just watching him had to do it. So then fucking Abby chucks the knife right. like fucking ninja style at Nick. And yeah. Nick does some crazy like catch the knife. Yes. Again, Lucas is just watching this happen. Right. With the a gun, gun on his head. So. Nick, and then Nick turns around and just stabs Lucas. Ah! Ah! 
and we get a cool another cool shot uh-huh. right, you know the spin around and we get to see the girls again and the girls all of a sudden they're different people yeah now we now see demi more yeah as as the wife and another young girl running yeah right and they're like what the fuck and then it's like oh this is the movie this the, is the end of the movie the, exactly it's that like, they all right. made actually and then the little little girl runs a nick and she's much more you know bigger breasted than yeah. <laughs> <the daughter. laughs> this slow motion scene yes. like this is ridiculous yeah. yes <laughs> yep 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 hugs hollywood her. is guilty of that shit yeah. they're guilty of it it's like yeah hugs her dad and she would she say i i love you dad mm-hmm. <laughs> like that i love you father yeah super meta super meta. yeah we cut back out and then then like nick they're watching a screen of the movie yeah it's it like end- the movie premiere yeah it ends standing ovation you know, everybody's clapping, right? Um, Javi comes in. He goes, how'd you like it? Javi goes, I couldn't watch it. I was too nervous. I was too nervous. I didn't know yeah. if anybody would like it or whatever. Yeah. So we're supposed to go do a Vanity Fair interview. And Nick's like, he looks over at his wife and ex-wife and kid. And he's like. And they're leaving without him, basically. Yeah. They kind of wave. Yeah. And he's like, I, I can't, man. I got I to gotta go. Yeah. He so, did the dad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes to be with his family. But you go, Javi. You go. Enjoy yeah. your this time. It's your man. moment. It's yeah. your moment, man. Yeah. Get it. He was all about acting. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. My family means more. Yep. <laughs> so they do a family night mm-hmm. and they're laughing. They're talking about old shit, you know, and and then they talk about watching the movie. And then Nick goes, well, you know, tells his daughter, Abby, you pick the movie. You pick the movie. And what she, do you want to watch? She's like, really? He's like, yeah, you pick it. And she's like, no, you're not going to like it. Whatever like that. And he's like, no, come on. Come on. What what movie yeah. do you want to watch? Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nick's eye, the acting chops come in. Yeah. Nick's eyes start watering. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sits down, man. His you know daughter's laying on a man. He's yeah. around her watching Paddington too. Yeah, head front. on the shoulder. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, if you're listening to this movie, let's watch Paddington two together. Let's <laughs> watch Paddington two with your father. Oh man, I love that ending. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. As a dad, I love that shit. I was like, oh, so cool. Yeah, pulling on my heartstring mm-hmm. as a, as as father to yeah. daughters. Yeah, you know. It gets you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was it. Roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, you can always, I figure you can always tell during these podcasts whether. Whether we'd like it or not. Yeah. Especially Rob. Rob is pretty open. Whether I have an open book. For the movie. He doesn't like it. <laughs> well, he'll just be hating on it the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in between usually. I try to, I try to make it least like. So, yes. I'm going to be yes. Yes. This as, movie as is definitely worth watching. Even if you're unfamiliar with Nick Cage, somehow, if, mm. if that's you, you don't know. It's not something that you need to know because they give you like yeah. various movies of his like throughout. And mm-hmm. you see how people treat him as an actor and all that stuff. I loved it. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. What's your score, though? I gave the unbearable weight of massive talent mm-hmm. a 7.8. <laughs> That's high. Yeah. That's high. I liked it a lot. I liked how meta it was. Pedro Pascal was a perfect uh, counter to Nick in the movie. Mm -hmm. I liked all the different levels. Is he in on it? Isn't he in on it? Genuine friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, I really felt like their friendship was super genuine. Mm -hmm. And I love a good buddy movie. We should should, should make one. We should fucking make one. About two two guys. Two guys. Making a podcast. Yeah. Little character development. And then. Maybe there's something paranoid happens. Yeah. Maybe there's cops or something. Maybe one of our daughters is kidnapped. (laughs) Both our daughters get kidnapped. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I gave it a 6.5. 6.5 that's kind of low. low so so i would i so I, I don't see myself watching it again i could definitely watch this movie again i definitely could i don't see myself doing it though with some enhancements i think would be because <laughs> that's what i was thinking of when it, well, watching this movie there are several points in the movie where it's like man this is really fucked up not in a not in a bad way just like in a weird way mm-hmm. i've been 
excited about this movie for a long time. I remember oh, yeah. seeing the trailer for it uh, a long time ago. I, I've been a fan of Nick Cage since the 90s. Like, oh, yeah. I loved The Rock, Gone in 60 Seconds, Face Off. National Treasure. National Treasure. Like, all of his big blockbuster movies, I was there for and loved loved them. Mm-hmm. And so... It's been tough seeing Nick Cage. Like, what's he been doing lately? Yeah. Just a bunch of weird fucking movies, you know? And, and the movie's telling that story about the belt buckle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why do you have a, a scorpion belt buckle? Yeah. So first he wanted me to make, you know, this some like his bumblebee belt buckle. I was like, no, the bees, not the bees, not, not the, the bees. Not the yeah. bees. <laughs> From whatever that, yeah, that yeah. fucking, the yeah, Wicker yeah. Man. Wicker Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. no, he's good for making fun of himself, man. Yeah. Uh, IMDb gave it a 7.2. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, this is the first time I've ever seen the fans and the critics be so closely aligned. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. The critics gave it an 86%. All right. Fans, 87%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Nicolas Cage delivered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was cool good. shots. Cool it was shots. Good. It was good. Acted well. Story was good. A feel good movie. Family. 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 It's yeah. a good time. That was good. I really hope this reinvigorates Nick's career and he can do some other stuff. Right, man. He, I feel like he could be a Liam, ne- Liam Neeson's type dude. Yeah. Who, you know, who kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's kind of reinvigorated himself with that Taken. Mm-hmm. Then he did The Grey, which is a great movie. I have, still haven't seen The Grey. Well, don't watch it. Don't watch it? It's good. Yeah. But don't watch it. Why? Is it hard to? Is it a hard watch? Just say it. Oh, okay. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage has done a lot of movies lately where it doesn't appear like he says no to anything. He mentions that in, his, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just does like... What's, what's wrong with working? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is wrong with it? Nick Cage doesn't say no. So what? I have a, It's my job. I'm trying to work. I'm an actor. I, I'm work. Why did I only pick movies that I don't like? I'm trying to work here. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. get, I get what he's saying. He's done so much. I mean, let's go. He's done so many movies. Oh, my God, dude. And a lot of his early work I haven't seen, which I feel bad about. You know, like everything pre The Rock. I don't know that I've seen any oh, yeah. of that stuff. Fast Times Ridge Mount High. Yeah. You've heard of that, that one. Well, yeah, same. I've seen that, obviously. But Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raising Arizona. Moonstruck. Vampire Kiss. He's in a time to kill. Get the fuck out of here with Samuel Jackson. Ethiopia. Uh, Deadfall. Kiss of Death. Leaving Las Vegas. Con Air. The Rock. Face Off. City of Angels. Snake Eyes. What was Snake Eyes? I, I haven't seen Snake Eyes. That's the one that everybody, when I when people know that I like Nick Cage and they hear I haven't seen that movie, that's the mm. one that everybody always says. Like, oh, you haven't seen Snake Eyes? That was one that I remember going to Blockbuster. And so I know what the movie poster of that mm. one looks like. Ever, I always would walk by that movie and never pick it to rent. Looks like he's playing fucking classic Cage in the trailer. Yes. Uh, eight millimeter. Seen that? Uh, yes. Oh, man. What a movie. Going in 60. Christmas, Christmas Carol. He played a voice of Mark. Harley. Wind Talkers, remember that? Yeah, remember Wind Talkers. Matchstick Man, National Treasure. Matchstick Man is a great movie. Yeah, Very yeah. under uh, like underappreciated movie. Sam Rockwell's in that movie mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. Yeah, Matchstick Man's great. Lord of War. Lord of Oh yeah. Uh the Wicker Man, Ghost Rider. Oh fucking, I forgot he played Ghost yeah. Rider. Oh my god. That was back when Marvel didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Mm-hmm. Grindhouse. He was in a couple of those movies, mm-hmm. Fu Manchu. Uh, he plays next. Oh, where future. he could see the future, right? That that yeah. movie's kind of lame. Bangkok Dangerous. Oh yeah, Bangkok Dangerous. That was yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Astro Boy, Sorcerer's Apprentice. So that was another one that Disney did before Disney was popping off. Mm-hmm. I really liked Sorcerer's Apprentice. I did, did too. you? I did too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That movie was great. Play Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and fucking. 
Otto Octavius is in that movie yeah. as the villain. That's a really good movie. Yes. I would love to see a sequel to that movie, Disney, now that you're fucking king of the castle now. Season of the Witch. Nah, I didn't see that. I did. I saw that one. He's medieval times. Croods. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, the second one. Drive Angry. I never saw that one. Yeah. I never saw that. I liked it, man. It was kind of crazy. Okay. It looked good. I remember seeing the trailers and thinking, like, this looks like a fun time. There's a lot of fucking movies, bro. Yeah. He's done a lot of shit. The Spider-Man, Teen Titans Go. So do you know voices. that he, Jiu-Jitsu. Nick Cage is not his real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, uh, he's Coppola. He's Coppola. He's a Coppola. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know about that. Yeah. Because he didn't want to, like, which you can respect. He didn't want to, like. He didn't want to live off of his, well, his uncle, is Francis Ford Coppola, mm-hmm. who, legendary Hollywood filmmaker, godfather, and all that shit. Similar to, like, what Angelina Jolie did. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's John Voight's daughter. Yep. So I kind of respect that, that, trying to make a name for myself. Same thing with Emilio Estevez. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, but you still know that, like, he had to have gotten help into the industry, oh, of right? You of know course, what I mean? Of course. But still. But yeah, still but, respect it. Yeah. Th- I, I really enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was good. It's, it's a good watch. You it's should one, definitely see it. It's one of the first ones Rob picked that were actually good. So <laughs> if you're going to look on the ones that say you don't want to watch, it's all ones Rob picked. Oh, God. Okay. I'm just happy this movie lived up to my expectations and 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 succeeded them mm-hmm. because I've been excited about this movie for a long time. Yeah. No, and it was good. It was good. Well, thanks for listening, watching, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you're doing. But thank you. Appreciate it. We do. Yep. We do. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy. Russell, the whiskey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. You know, I wasn't crazy about the bubble gum, but it kind of goes away. <laughs> like, drink two, the bubble mm-hmm. gum kind of goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just good. I mean, goddamn. Mm-hmm. 10 years. $38. Woo. Mm-hmm. Not go out and get you, if you like whiskey, yes. you've never tried Russell's, go get yourself a bottle. Amen. Love you, Rob. I love you too, Tony. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, 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 oh. What was that? Hello, everyone. <laughs> I am Tony. <laughs> no, hey, okay. That was my Italian Trump. That's what I was doing. You can't see my hands, but I'm doing it. Hey! Oh, okay. Right? They did it in Italy, right? Yeah, sure. They talk with their hands. Yeah. Hey, is that the thing, though? And then you walk us? When I was, uh, see, this is I was talking about the podcast. <laughs> Tangents and digressions. Yeah. Um, England, last year's uh, Euros. Um, England's playing Italy in the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was at uh, Fado's watching it, and then, like, <laughs> I forget, like, the like, occurrence. I think it was penalty kicks, maybe. Okay. Because I think it went to penalty kicks at the end, if I recall the game correctly. England scores in their head. Okay. And then we look at the Italian guys, we're like, hey! Right, right. And then Italy wins the game, and they all come to us, they're like, hey! <laughs> like, right back in our faces, doing the hand thing. And uh, we all hugged. It was great, but it was there. And then they were saying, too, like, people actually from Europe was like, this would never happen in Europe. There's no camaraderie. Oh. After these games. Oh, yeah. Like here, you it's know. It's fighting. Which is awkward because, we're, you know, America's seen as violent sometimes. And right, yeah. But when it comes to sports, though, we're not really, all right, man, good, you know, you got us this year kind of thing. Right. You know, it's not normally too violent. Like, you can watch the game, rival teams in the same. In the same bar. Bar, but in in England, that that's no go. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, <can't. laughs> you know what I mean? So, you raise your kids. Right. As people, right? Mm-hmm. If your kid is a bad fuck and, it, and, it, and exhausting, that is, I'm sorry, parents. That's on you. <laughs> That's on you. So You're the one raising Kids are so, oh, they're so exhausting. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm not saying 
having child is not, you know, crying right. and taking care of like that. But if your kid's just a, it's an asshole, yeah. you might want to self-reflect a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every kid has their moments. Yeah. But we're talking about like general. General, exactly. Yeah. Me and Rob don't have issues. None of my friends do actually. Mm. You know, keep your core group. Keep those people in your group. So when your kids see things, they know how to act. You right. Know? You got... You know, you got one group, you know, parent in the group and their kids are kind of wild. You cut them out of the group. <laughs> hey, until your kids get older, and I get older and they realize they can't do that shit. We can't hang out anymore. With right. Yeah. Because they're getting bad examples. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to cut them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I did mine. They're great. Yeah. They're easy. Yeah. You know, so if I brought my kids around you, you're a good person. Mm. And if I didn't, yeah, truth's out the back. <laughs> <laughs> I never met, never met your kids before. Oh. No, you haven't. Interesting. A lot of people said, I never met your kids before. Yeah, I yeah, never will. <laughs> <laughs> you never will. Shit. Uh, I feel honored now because I have met your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Dinner like that. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, these are just jokes, people. Just jokes. All right, back to the movie. So even though we, we talk about the first, but the way she does it, she's like, does it. Whoa. The way she does it. Yeah. Is that? No. Okay. What? I thought the dandelion was still in my ear. Oh. Where'd it go? It is still in your ear. Really? Yeah. I had the headphones on. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Okay. My daughter Everly gave Tony a flower when he came in. She was like, yeah, I'm like sitting on the porch because Rob was late. I no, was. I'm kidding. He wasn't late. I was actually early. He said one o'clock. I was here at 1250. That's fine. So I'm sitting yeah. on the porch. Just, you know, just... Actually, I didn't know you weren't here. I was just sitting on the porch because... So typically... Me, I just text, I'm here. I never know. I ring a doorbell. People have children. Yeah. I, I'm always afraid someone's taking a nap, and I'm the one who's going to ruin that nap time for some said <laughs> child. So I just text, say, I'm here, and I just wait outside patiently. So you know, I'm sitting on the porch and just, you know, rocking the chair. It's a very nice day. And just like, ah, oh, it's a beautiful day outside today. Yeah. He pulls up, and then this cute little girl runs out, and she's like, Hi, I got this for you. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. And I was like, thinking, like, Did you really get this one? Where'd you find this? Like, <laughs> Did you have it in the car with you? Did you just pick it up like off the ground just now when you saw me? Like, oh, I got to give him a flower. Yeah. She, Either way, it was cool. Yeah. I think <laughs> she saw you and then picked a flower for you. Yeah. He's like, here, it. I got this for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Thank you so much. I got space band in the car. Ran off. <laughs> <laughs> they ran off. <laughs> All right. Those gauchos. <laughs> Gonna get those tacos with the. Al pastor with the pineapple dripping on this. Oh, man. Slicing it off so slowly. Some of those habanero onions. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so good. So good. That's cilantro sauce. Oh, man. That green the, sauce. The concoction in the sauce. But Rob got McDonald's. So. I fucked up, y'all. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't I didn't know. I didn't know what the plan was. The fine Mexican cuisine. Oh, man. Mexican. Mexican? <laughs> Dr. Mexican. <laughs> the, medicine, the, the medicine woman. The medicine woman. <laughs> You're black. How do you know what Dr. Quinn is, bro? What is this shit? <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. All right. 